Last night, I sent an email to the Office of the State Attorney. It's a request to the First Judicial Circuit for an investigation into gerrymandering and what I believe is a clear sunshine law violation during the last election cycle. Today, I sent a letter to the Governor's Office requesting the removal of Jeff Brigash. Your text capade crystallized everything I thought I already knew. If you have any honor left, Jeff, you'll resign. Yeah, forget that. I've done nothing wrong, and there's no chance I'm resigning. I'm going to run again, and if you want to run against me, let's put it up there and see what happens. My first concern is the release of public records. Second concern is collusion to gerrymander redistricting. The third concern is potential sunshine law violations in the course of uh, gerrymandering the redistricting. And my fourth concern is any whistleblower considerations that may be uh, associated with, with this topic. The state agency investigations, state attorney's office or attorney general of the state of Florida, perhaps in conjunction with FDLE, perhaps to depose all of you under oath, go a long way to doing this. It would also alleviate any potential appearance of conflict of interest by county staff. Send any letter you want, request any investigation you want. I got nothing to hide, never have, never will. And let me just point out, 18 years in public office, not one ethics complaint, not one lawsuit. It's because I follow the rules, Glenn. Thank you very much. It's one thing to come up here and make outrageous Glenn, allegations. Glenn, please have a seat. Keith, please yeah. have a seat. Jeff it's, one, it's one thing to come up and make outrageous allegations, but when you do it Jeff, from a position of second. being... Glenn, please have a seat. In the, don't make this... No, you can't. Don't make me have the security come out there. Please have a seat. Yeah. Je Mr. Conrad, please have a seat. Goodness. <laughs> That's... Goodness. Um, <laughs> Stephen Barry, th there were two different people in the public forum last night during the county commissioner meeting here in Escambia County. Uh, Stephen Barry is the chairman. Jeff Bergash, of course, District 1 representative who is also uh, under a lot of scrutiny right now over those text messages that were, you know, you know. Okay, you know the story. Anyway, um, it, goodness was one comment in response to the Stephen Stroberger stuff earlier. That was the first half of the montage. All right. <laughs> So exasperated. Oh, man. Um, Steven Strohberger, the first voice you heard, had, had been running for the District 2 seat to replace Doug Underhill. There were four people in that race, and um, the redrawing of the district lines affected that race pretty dramatically, as we knew at the time, as I said at the time, was an act of gerrymandering. And as the texts now, I think, do support uh, at least sort of the spirit of that, uh, whether it actually constitutes a legally actionable act of gerrymandering, that's going to be for somebody else to decide to investigate or not. As you heard there, the second voice, oh, and uh, Stroberger now works as the aide to Mike Kohler, who won that election. Um, the other voice there, Glenn Conrad, I believe works for the county. I do not know exactly in what capacity, uh, but because he kind of mentioned something like that at the beginning. It's not a name I'm familiar with anyway. Both of them raising basically the same concern, which is we ought to have an investigation ought to be done by somebody outside of the county because you know, the county can't do its own investigation. You never have a law enforcement agency investigate its own shootings. You have FDLE coming into it. Why? For neutrality, for objectivity. Also, um, it's not the FBI because uh, Commissioner Magas keeps saying, well, the FBI is investigating. Yeah, but they don't enforce the Sunshine Law. And they don't enforce allegations of gerrymandering. And, you know, this whole business about Jonathan Owens, the county is going after him, right? Um, which is weird because he seems like a whistleblower, Maybe. I mean, maybe he's not. I don't know. And, you know, whistleblower protection may uh, be afforded him. It's kind of an interesting case. Uh, you know, some people are saying it's a slap suit that they're going after him to suppress public participation. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in this story. But I promised you throughout the morning, 
that there would be better audio coming, that that was act one and act two of a three-act play, and act three was more satisfying than either of the other two. So here goes. This is in the actual meeting. So the first two comments were in public forum. This is in the actual meeting where you have commissioner discussion. Okay? And how did that conversation go? Well, this is what Mike Kohler had to say. Uh, I need to make one comment because there's been a lot of passion about the P&J article. I believe Commissioner Bergash deserves, I, I don't know if his stuff was stolen, I think it was. I also think the texts that came out are very disappointing for me. Um, I look at myself on this board uh, as a team member. Mm -hmm. And um, no matter what happens, I do think an outside party, if you read the 381-page um, Sunshine Law, it says the state attorney is the person that's supposed to look into something like this. Right. Simple. Do that. I know somebody who has already uh, written to Ginger Mountain Madden asking her to do that. Uh, I suspect other people have as well. That would be the right place to go. That's appropriate. But the what else happened? Oh, just wait. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb. We still have a vehicle crash there from earlier with injuries, uh, and crews are on the scene clearing that up right now. The on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there's a disabled abandoned vehicle against the guardrail on that ramp, so just please use caution. Uh, otherwise, around town, we've got uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace looking good. Highway 98 eastbound through Navarre and Winhaven, no slowdowns there to report. And um, Highway 29 coming through Can, or actually um, Highway 29 by Beulah Elementary School. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beulah Elementary School got the school zone drop off. And uh, just please be aware that school zones are going to start um, happening here pretty soon. This traffic report is brought to you by uh, Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping is celebrating 40 years in business on the Gulf Coast. Call us today for all your commercial and premium landscape needs. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the conversation at the Escambia County Commission meeting yesterday, where the beginning of this was a couple of people from the audience uh, who both work for the county. I guess I, I, somebody texted in and said that uh, Glenn Conrad is on the Marine Advisory Committee. I did not know that, but thank you so much uh, for that insight. Um, basically saying that, um, look, Jeff has Jeff Bergash has violated Sunshine, violated which I don't think he has based on the evidence that we have. Um, again, I'll repeat, I don't think he has. I agree with his analysis that you have to send and receive communications outside of the Sunshine in order for it to be a violation. Now there may be other stuff in the text that indicate that. I mean, I don't know. Based on what I've seen, though, he asked David Bear to be a conduit for him. That's certainly circumventing the spirit of the law, but not the letter of the law, especially if David Bear never actually carried the message, which he says he did not. Uh, and then you wouldn't have a return from Lumen or Stephen, which would have to happen for it to be a meeting outside of the sunshine. But back to this uh, whole interchange with uh, Mike Kohler um, and uh, talking about you know what needs to be done, asking for an outside investigation or saying that Ginger Bowden Madden needs to do that. She's the local state attorney. So here we go. You ready? You're right. I've been promising you all morning that this was worth the wait. Here you go. Doesn't mean that anything was done wrong. Yeah. And I'm saying that right here. I don't know what's on your text. Mm -hmm. But I do think to restore the public trust in this body that we should have an outside investigation. And I hope, and I mean this, I don't glee in this, Jeff, at all. I truly hope that there's no wrongdoing by anyone on this board. I don't, I don't relish this. It actually stresses me out. Mm. I don't know how you all deal with stress, but I'm stressed about it. You shouldn't be. Well, I don't know. I don't think it looks good for the board, and I think the board needs to do things 
enough on that. I'll send a letter over to the attorney general or a state attorney next week, and I'll ask for an outside investigation. Boom. Wow. I, I mean, wow. A commissioner is asking for an investigation into a fellow commissioner on the board of county commissioners over the texts, over the text to find out what's in them. What do they say? Were there gerrymandering violations? Were there sunshine violations? Were there, you know, collusion? I mean, you know, whistleblower. Who knows? You know, that's the real question. And so he says, you know, it's one thing to come from the citizens uh, for the state attorney to investigate. It's another thing for a county commissioner to ask for it. And, um, Again, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Here's the there's more. Mike, you're welcome to send a letter to anyone you want. You heard what I said earlier. There is no there there, but you're right. There should be an investigation, and thankfully there is. The FBI is investigating who stole the county records, including records that, that trigger a felony. That's why they're looking at it, and there's another entity now investigating. I'm meeting with them on uh, next week. If you want to send a letter, by all means do so. Have your friend Glenn and your secretary, Steve, do it as well. And then Ginger Madden, who is the state attorney, will make a determination. But I will tell you this, there is no there there. And for you to call for a public investigation based on an article that came out, based on text messages that have been stolen and manipulated, I, I think is incredibly unprofessional. But send your letter and let the chips fall. Are, there is no there there. Have you taken ethics training? <gasps> What's the course of action? <laughs> the course of Mike, action is Mike, clear. Don't, I'm not going to have you lecture me. I've been, in this, I've been in this business a little bit longer than you. You might be a better nurse. LOL. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <Commissioner> Bender. <laughs> oh, two men enter, one man leaves. Two men enter, one man leaves. Oh, man. If you... <laughs> Well, so I guess the um, the collegial, we all can get along. Uh, you know, District 2 has changed. Uh, now, apparently, um, that's all gone. So it's war, I guess, between Jeff Bergosh and Mike Kohler. Uh, we'll see how the rest of that plays out. But, wow, um, that's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, he's not wrong for asking that question, you know, but you've taken ethics training, though, right? <laughs> and for you to call for a public investigation based on an article that came out, based on text messages that have been stolen and manipulated, I, I think is incredibly unprofessional. But send your letter and let the chips fall. Are, there is no there there. Have you taken ethics training? <laughs> What's the course of action? The course of Mike, action is Mike, clear. Don't, I'm not going to have you lecture me. I've been, in this, I've been in this business a little bit longer than you. You might be a better nurse. LOL. <laughs> oh, man. Richard but, but he's, what is the course of action? Well, you call the state attorney. That's what you do. Uh, so, you know, you can get uppity about how you're not going to get lectured by a fellow commissioner who's not been doing this as long as you have, but just because he hasn't been doing it as long doesn't mean he's wrong. So, um, are you not entertained? Are, do, I mean, and I, I give you Escambia, you know, for the longest time, right? I've told you that Escambia County has been keeping somewhat quiet. There's not a lot of drama going on. They're keeping the meeting short. They're avoiding the committee of the whole meetings. And, you know, so basically Santa Rosa County and Milton have been, you know, your entertainment for a while. No, they just were not going to let that stay. 722 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Discouraged, defeated, disappointed, you're listening to Strength for Life. 
Hey, this is Pastor James Johnson with Strength for Life. I want you to know that there are resources available on our website that are specifically designed to strengthen you in your walk with God. Maybe you're feeling weak in your prayer life because of unanswered prayer. I wrote a little booklet entitled, When God Says No, which will strengthen you in how to deal with those times in your life when it seems that God is silent. Maybe you're struggling because someone you love is away from the Lord. They're wayward and your heart is broken. On our website, you'll find a booklet entitled, Ministry to the Wayward. And it will strengthen you in knowing exactly how to help that person who is in a prodigal situation. You can find these strengthening resources and much more at our website, which is www.strengthforlife.church. Check it out today. Beret has been there for my family, I feel like, through every milestone. And so when this stage of life started coming up, I just knew that Beret was the only option. I came in here nervous. I saw the ring and I was like, yep, I know that's it. That's the one for her. It's beautiful. It's just as special as she is. And it means a lot more than just will you marry me. It's just something that words can't describe. That was so cute. From all of us at Beret Jewelers, happy holidays. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stephen? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them today at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. Pensacola right now from 4 till 7, right before Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I eat breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who are trained to kill me, so don't think for one second that you can come down here, flash a badge, and make me nervous. That's, I needed that this morning. That's good. 725 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake. Give the drum a sum. Highway, <laughs> yeah. highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb. We have a vehicle crash from earlier with injuries uh, still being worked at that intersection. Highway 90 on the west side going by Beulah Elementary School, slow in both directions from the school zone there. Also, uh, the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there's a disabled, abandoned vehicle. 
vehicle against the guardrail, par- uh, partially blocking the roadway. So just use caution as you're getting onto I-110 from Davis. If you see anything else out there to report, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Uh, Steve Taylor is in this morning for David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. Steve? Well, President Biden's son is facing federal tax charges. A special counsel charged Hunter Biden yesterday after a grand jury indicted him on nine counts. The charges include tax evasion, failing to file and pay taxes, and filing false tax returns. Meanwhile, his dad, the president, spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on what marked two months since the Israeli-Hamas war began. The White House underscored the importance of the continuous and sustained flow of humanitarian aid into Gaza. A woman from Parma, Ohio, is being given a, an unusual sentence after she threw hot food in the face of a Chipotle worker. The judge gave Rosemary Haynes uh, the option of a 90-day uh, jail sentence or a 30-day sentence, followed by 60 days of working in a fast food restaurant so she can experience what the victim of the attack went through. Hain, of course, chose the fast food option, and she'll have to work 20 hours a week in an approved job, and right now she's practicing. How do you say... Would you like fries with that? <laughs> that that's or what's potato happening. cakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. 727 here on News Radio 92.3. Um, a couple of odd little stories. Here's one. There's um, Now, this is in Canada, okay? And Canadian media is different, just like British media is different. Um, they're not so fixated on physical appearance. You'll see why I'm mentioning that at the moment. Um, you know, we, we only put beautiful people on. TV in America, right? That's basically the rule. I mean, something odd has happened if, you know, you're not that good looking and you're running a newscast. Um, so this particular woman is a newscaster, weathercaster on uh, a Canadian news station, and uh, her name is Leslie Horton, and she got an email. Okay, she got an email from a viewer who had watched her traffic report earlier. The email said, congratulations on your pregnancy. If you're going to wear old bus driver pants, you can expect emails like this. And and she's not pregnant. She's just, you know, mid-50s woman. So that's just the backdrop. Okay, that's that's to understand the backdrop to the comments. Because when she went on the air, this is what she said. Just going to respond to an email that I just got uh, saying congratulations on your pregnancy. If you're going to wear old bus driver pants, you have to expect emails like this. So thanks for that. Um, no, I'm not pregnant. I actually lost my uterus to cancer last year. And um, this is what women of my age look like. So if it is offensive to you, that is unfortunate. Think about the emails that you sent. Oh, that's great. I mean, first of all, she doesn't actually attack him in any way. She's incredibly polite, you know, well, that is unfortunate. <laughs> it's, an incre- it's a very Canadian way to address this. Um, you know, I might have well said things that were a little bit more, um, well, let's just say FCC violations. Of course, they don't extend to Canada, so who knows what they can say. Uh, she told um, uh, local uh, news, told to the Today Show, sorry, that uh, he's reached out several times over the years and his intent is always to humiliate and hurt me. We're not supposed to respond to trolls, so I had no plans to address it, but then the words just came out of my mouth and I had this visceral reaction. Good for you. Um, and you know, she says, look, people are, you know, the, the male TV anchors are always horrified when they find out what the female TV people have to endure, what they get as emails. And I'm sure, and I've heard some of these stories and it is disgusting. The things that viewers send female weather, traffic, anchor, reporters, whatever. Uh, it's embarrassing 
for us as a country and as a community uh, because I'm telling you, it's not just true over there. You know what I'm saying? Steve uh, Taylor will have your local news coming up next after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Hunter Biden's attorney blames Republican pressure for the filing of nine new federal tax charges since the tax bill's now been paid. The indictment says Hunter did not pay nearly $1.5 million in federal taxes from 2016 through 2019 and filed false returns for the tax year 2018. The indictment says Hunter spent money on drugs, escorts, hotels, anything but his taxes. Fox Jessica Rosenthal. 17-year-old Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly is being sentenced today for killing four students and wounding seven others. Crumbly can potentially serve life in prison without the possibility of parole, despite being 15 years old at the time of the shooting. The teen's parents, Jennifer and James Crumbly, also facing manslaughter charges in the case for buying their son the gun he used and for failing to stop him. Fox's Jeff Manasso, the Labor Department reports 199,000 new jobs created last month with the unemployment dipping to 3.7%. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning and happy first day of Hanukkah. It's 731, 54 degrees in Clowney and Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor in for David Wayne on News Radio 92.3. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says it's time to reset where the community is where it comes to the redevelopment of the old Baptist Hospital because of the potential that some of the buildings on the old campus could be reused. Reeves made the comments during an invitation-only meeting at the Bayview Community Center where more than 50 local businesses and community leaders discussed the future of the old Baptist Hospital property on West Moreno Street. Pensacola and Baptist Hospital are engaged in active negotiations on an agreement for Baptist Hospital to donate the old campus to the city if it secures funding from the state to demolish the old hospital. The estimate to demolish that property is $18 million and the city is seeking funding from the legislature. The city of Milton is purchasing 21 new tasers for their police department. The request was made by police chief Tony Tindell, who says that since 2005, officers have been using taser models M26 and X26. The M26 model was discontinued. We converted to the X26 model. The X26 model has been discontinued, and we've been able to purchase refurbished ones during the past several years. Now the refurbished X26 is no longer available, and Taser no longer provides technical support for this model. That's from Monday's committee meeting. The department will switch to the more modern Taser 7 model. The city council voted unanimously to buy the Tasers at a cost of $59,650. State Representative Alex Andrade has formally filed his bill that he hopes will crack down on Escambia County's panhandling problem. House Bill 759 is dubbed the Solicitation of Contributions Act. According to the bill, an individual would be prohibited from approaching the operator or any other occupant in a vehicle for the purpose of panhandling. In addition, it also looks to do away with panhandling within 50 feet of a bus stop, bank or ATM, and 100 feet of a child care facility or K-4 through 12 school. If passed by the Florida legislature, it would take effect July 1, 2024. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. The Escambia County Commission approved an interlocal agreement last night to play its part in the construction of a new medical examiner's office. The plan is to build the $18.6 million facility near I-10 in Santa Rosa County off of Al of Avalon Boulevard. The cost will be split among Escambia, Santa Rosa, Okaloosa, and Walton counties, and some money is going to come from the state of Florida. This will put the morgue on a more centralized location and double the capacity. Right now, the medical examiner and her team are working in a very cramped office space at Ascension Sacred Heart in Pensacola. Let's check the weekend forecast with Channel 3. 
This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a nice and cloudy day today. Temperatures much warmer, warming up near 69 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, dropping near 62 degrees. For your Saturday, we are expecting about a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Isolated showers in the afternoon, heavy showers and thunderstorms through the nighttime. High on Saturday near 74, low Saturday night near 65. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check in with Jake for traffic on the fives. All right, looks like uh, Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb. We uh, have a vehicle crash with injuries from earlier that's still being worked. Cruiser on the scene. Uh, hopefully that'll be out of the way soon. Highway 90 on the west side going by Beulah Elementary School. Slow in both directions there from the school zone. Uh, not too bad yet. Uh, the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there's a disabled abandoned vehicle against the guardrail, partially blocking the roadway on the right side. So just please use caution if you're getting on to I-110 from Davis. Um, looks like Highway 90 through Milton and Pace were flowing smoothly. And uh, Highway 98 on the east side over... Uh, going through Navarre and Winhaven. No slowdowns to report there as of yet. If you have traffic info to report, though, and see something slowing you down, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Jake. Right now, it's about 54 degrees and cloudy in Pensacola, 56 in Gulf Breeze, and 52 in Milton at 735. Next news is at 8, breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Dom Savino with Your Money Now. Amazon says it's piloting a new grocery subscription for its Prime members in three cities. For an additional $10 a month, Prime members in Columbus, Denver, and Sacramento can get access to unlimited free delivery on grocery orders over $35 from Whole Foods Market and Amazon Fresh. Major energy and food companies drove up inflation last year by passing on larger cost increases than needed to protect margins. That's the major finding of a new report by a pair of British think tanks, which analyzed the financials of more than 1,000 companies in five major nations, including the U.S. and the U.K. The report notes corporate profits aren't the only cause of inflation and did not cause shocks to the global economy, but that major international energy and food firms do have an outsized influence. On Wall Street, futures are lower as investors get ready for the release of the Labor Department's new report on jobs for the month of November. That's your money now. Gulf Coast businesses are estimated to lose over $100,000 to email scams. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the season of giving, but criminals know you are more likely to click a malicious link if it looks like a good deal. Be wary of all marketing emails, and your bank account will thank you. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Google Data Revolution Pensacola for more information. Marcus Point Baptist Church invites you to a Christmas celebration for the whole family. The spirit of Christmas has been a Pensacola tradition over the past 30 years. This year, our special guest will be Joe Kennedy, the praying coach. While we're celebrating, your kids will have a blast with our kids' ministry, plus a free meal for the whole family. It's all happening December 10th at 10 a.m. at any of our three campuses in Pensacola, Beulah, and North Pace. For more information, visit PensacolaChurch.org. 
Hi, this is Tom Bodette from Manger 6. We know you've been traveling a lot this holiday season, and you've probably been told there's no room at the end. Well, that's just not the case here at Manger 6. This is Jeff Wayne, General Sales Manager, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a super Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Morgan, Promotion Assistant for Cat Country, wishing you a Happy Holidays and a Merry Christmas. This is Tom Bodette from Manger 6 reminding you there's always room at this end. We'll even leave a star out for you. Good morning, 738 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Joining us now, we have Kate Meehan. She is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola morning news. Good morning. Good to have you. So lots of stuff in the news. Um, let's start with the story that I thought was maybe the most interesting of the week. There's a lot of other stuff, but um, Yankee Daddy is going to stop making music and he's going to devote his life to his newfound Christianity. Is that right? That is true. He's been um, a rapper for decades at this point, just absolutely decades, and extremely popular, too. He's not, like, under a rock somewhere. He's had a really fantastic and successful career, and he has decided that it's time to change what he's doing, and I guess he's made changes in his life leading up to this point, and so he announced this week that that is what he's doing. I. I mean, I, I don't know that there's necessarily a conflict. You know what I mean? Like, can you do what you did before? And, you know, um, sometimes God uses you to, you know, changes a thing about you and uses it in the same way, but, uh, or use it in a different way. But, uh, and I've always thought, I kind of have this secret pet view that um, all the rock stars out there, their natural born purpose is to be worship leaders because um, they would make great ones, <laughs> you know? And if they would just True. figure that, because they are leading worship, except it's of them, not of God, you know? But um, it, it would be, Interesting if all the rock stars became worshipful. Anyway, um, so interesting that he would, you know, change and um, do this other direction. I don't, I don't know. It's not the kind of thing you hear very often. So for a big star, I thought it was fascinating. Uh, we also had uh, other big news this week. Uh, Taylor Swift is Time's Person of the Year. <sighs> yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> he, sometimes you can say so much without saying any words at all. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to go with a celebrity in all fairness, then it absolutely makes sense because you have not been able to escape her this year. I mean, you usually can't escape her, but this year in particular, she's really been everywhere. She's coming off of the first run of the Eras tour and took it to the big screen. And, you know, I mean, she's just been everywhere. So in going with the celebrity, it absolutely makes sense. Um, I don't think anybody can dispute it or say somebody else should be, in that spot ahead of her if we're doing the celebrity route. Right. And, you know, the the people that they didn't pick were people like the Hollywood Strikers, the, um, let's see, who were the other list? Xi Jinping, um, Sam Altman from OpenAI, and uh, the Trump prosecutors, Barbie, Vladimir Putin, King Charles III. That's a, that's a reach to make him the person of the year. Um, and Jerome Powell from, yeah. The, uh, you know, from the Fed. So like, I'm kind of with you. Like, if you're going to pick a celebrity, she's the one. Um, not sure celebrity is the right pick, but still, you know. Yeah, I think the writer's strike would have been interesting because I think people still don't quite realize how that impacts their day. You know, you have people that go to work and, and they do their job, whatever that may be, and they come home, and you know what? 
some people come home and grab a book, but a lot of people come home and grab the remote. And anybody that comes home and grabs the remote, your life is, was, and continues to be impacted by that strike. So I think that's really a far-reaching kind of thing. And I just think that people don't realize how much of an impact it makes or how big it would have been if it were to continue because, you know, for everybody that has a corporate job, what do they do? They come home and unwind and dive into the creative and artistic jobs that other people have, meaning their television, their movies, their things right. like that. So everybody dabbles in that world, whether it's their job or entertainment, we all go to that. So it's interesting that they made the list, and, and I kind of think maybe they should have actually, you know, gotten it this year. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and as you say, uh, you know, kind of also the incidental effects, cascade effects, right? Like, if we're not having yeah. movies made, then we're not having movie and TV advertising being paid, and that has a dr- right. tremendous impact on, you know, sort of network television and other sources revenue. Um, and so, the you know, the money not being spent, not just for the writers and the creative content not being made, but also the advertising revenue and how it's going to impact that. I mean, all of these things are, are going to be affected by it. Right. Um, we also have, and I just, I only mention this, not really because I care, but just because it kind of, like, the what? Um, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, who... Are they still working? Are they together? I don't know. I don't. I don't follow this. But um, they had had a romance, and then I guess you know. Well, he romances a lot of people, um, apparently. So uh, just to say it gently. Um, but now their exes, they had this, you know, onset kind of whatever. Uh, their exes are now dating, dating each other. Is that right? Yeah, and they are still together. They yeah. actually did their very first red carpet in the year since the story broke, um, just a week or so ago. So they're together, they're launching a new podcast, and they're furious because it just went public that their exes have now been dating for the last six months. Um, Supposedly, we're not close at all until they split up. And, and, you know, situations like this make... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I guess I kind of, it's weird, and we, we kind of like do the side eye when it happens, but you could see how it happens. These people are both extremely hurt, and they're comparing notes with the other spouse, so you see where this becomes your crutch yeah. and your person to go to that really understands it, and then if you find out you have things in common or qualities that are, you know, attractive, well, I, I can see how it happens. So, but apparently TJ and Amy are not happy because this is taking the shine away from their new podcast because now everybody's looking at their asses (laughs) instead well and it does make sense kind of like the you know if he's attracted to her one then he's be attracted to her too it makes sense that you know him too would be attracted to her one and her i mean it kind of makes sense you know that uh, anyway uh, a bit lurid and all that but kind of makes sense we lost norman lear this week (laughs) i mean my goodness i was trying to think about there's nobody i can name who shaped american culture the way he did such a pioneer, such a pioneer. And I, I, you know, when you think of what this man did for 70s television, pushing the social issues, pushing the racial issues, yeah. pushing all of the boundaries and all of the limits and, and not just, you know, putting it over in a corner where you could go and find it if you wanted to watch that, but putting it in primetime television, you know, on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, at 8 p.m. So you couldn't avoid it. And then making the characters, you know, really beloved so that you would kind of want to watch. I can't think of anybody that has really kind of had that cultural impact 
such uh, back in the 70s. I mean, right. you know, and he really kind of threw down the gauntlet for sitcom television and how these shows were structured and how families on TV were built to to feel relatable enough that would make people want to tune in. You, you, you might say like Chuck Lorre has made a similar number of shows, but Chuck mm-hmm. Lorre compared to, you know, Norman Lear is the like third rate knockoff imitation, no content, just comedy King. only. Yeah. I mean, so um, version. Yeah, he's, he's the wish version. You know, when you order something, you order Norman yep. Lear and you get wish.com, yep. you get to Chuck Lorre. Um, hey, just a couple of real quick things I want to make sure you mention. First of all, is Chevy Chase OK? Was this fall on purpose? That's his thing, right? You know, for once, yeah, I know. I had the same reaction. I was like, oh, he fell off the stage. And I was like, well, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Because <laughs> we expect it to be intentional. Right. But he showed up in, I believe it was Buffalo, somewhere like that, um, to do a question and answer, sit down thing with an audience, a live audience at a performing arts center. And they were screening Christmas Vacation as well. So it was a whole evening. And he was wheeled out in a, in a wheelchair and then for some reason, he stood up and started walking towards the audience and just disappeared because he no. fell right off the stage. Oh, man. <laughs> it was not a bit. It was an accident. He was helped back up, up onto the stage and into his chair by um, the, the person that was leading the whole discussion and by his wife as well. And I guess he's okay. But for once, he took a tumble in public and it wasn't planned, plotted, or intentional. Mm. And he's also 80. So I, yeah. I have, that hasn't You wouldn't hurt. think he'd be doing something that hurt. anymore. And just a quick note, you told no, me this off hurt. the air. We were totally out of time. But and Charlie, Sheen, uh, Charlie Sheen, speaking of Chuck Lorre, uh, Charlie Sheen is six years sober. So congratulations to him for that. That's great. Um, Kate yeah. Mian, she's our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. Kate, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. <laughs> 747 News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. Okay, we're looking great out there on the roads this morning. Uh, we still have an accident. Highway 98 looks like it's eastbound, actually. Uh, it, on the map earlier, it showed the westbound lane blocked up, but now it looks like the eastbound lane is slow. On Highway 98 at Nantahala Beach Road, which is right in front of the Tom Thumb, uh, and I believe they're building a new storage unit there, so it may be construction-related uh, at this point. Highway 90 on the west side, going by Beulah Elementary School, is slow in both directions from the school zone there. And uh, we had a report earlier from our traffic tip line, the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110. There's a disabled abandoned vehicle against the guardrail partially in the roadway, so just please use caution if you're headed to I-110 from Davis. Uh, if you have traffic info to report this morning, let us know. 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. You know, the reason we wound up buying our car, our Honda Odyssey from Frontier Motors, was it had nothing to do with who they were, what they did, or their location. Or honestly, I mean, they've been an advertiser on the radio station for forever. You know, Dave Ramsey's been talking about them since long before I came here. Uh, But we went there not for any of that. We went there because they had a car we wanted to drive. We were looking to, we didn't want to buy one just yet, but our Grand Caravan was, you know, going to need replacement about six months in the future. And the way we always do it is you go test drive the car first, and then you have the luxury of looking for it on your own timetable and finding the right one, you know, and you're not stressed and all that. Uh, So, but we couldn't find one to drive because the new ones were a different model. And so driving those wouldn't tell us if this was the one we wanted. And those ones, nobody was selling them, so they just weren't available to test drive. But they had one at Frontier. Happened to be the color we wanted, happened to be the trim package we we're looking for, um, happened to be a great car. And uh, they said, well, do you want to look, you know, do you want to look at a price? I'm like, I mean, I guess. Oh, well, can you come down from that just a little bit? Because that's a pretty good price. Can you come down? Yeah. Can you give us a day? Because we were not going to buy a car. Yeah. 
can you come down again? I said a day later. And they're like, yeah. I said, well, can we buy it? I mean, it was that easy. And the price was fantastic. The cars had been outstanding. And they're taking care of us before, during, and after the sale. It's just been, I mean, superlative. So when I talk about Frontier Motors, it's from experience. Serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary. And you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division, for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. Are you looking for your forever floors? We got them. Hi, we're Buck and Ashley Deese, the proud owners of Deese Elite Concrete Coatings, where we make concrete pretty. Four times stronger than epoxy with a lifetime warranty. Our coatings are perfect for your garage, patio, pool deck, and more. For one-day installation, trust the Deselite experience, now offering financing. Get your forever floors by calling us today at 850-329-5599. We make concrete pretty. Are you missing out? Affiliated Insurance is here to help. Nine million people are now eligible for low-cost health insurance. For some, much lower. Four out of five people pay $10 or less a month. Didn't qualify for assistance in the past year? You may now. Some people even qualify for plans as low as $0 a month. Why not you? Call 850-477-5840 to schedule an appointment with your Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitations. Health insurance from Blue Cross and Blue Shield Florida, Inc. BBA Florida Blue. When it comes to precious metals, there's only one place to consider, and that is Emerald Coast Coins. They're the local leader in dealing with coins and jewelry. Gold, silver, diamonds, and sterling silver. Emerald Coast Coins buys, sells, and trades. And for the past 15 years, customers from all over the Gulf Coast have trusted Emerald Coast Coins for the best estimates and prices in town. Stop in today. They're on Creighton Road, right across from Tom Thumb. Emerald Coast Coins. Never miss a breaking news story or important weather update again. Download the News Radio Pensacola app and opt in for push notifications. I jumped in the river to save you so I could get my wings. Uh oh. Somebody's just made it. Made what? Every time you hear a bell rings, it means that some angel's just got his wings. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. I've been lobbying on this pretty heavily. I'm yeah. sure we and, all have been. And Robert, I know Robert's been very engaged. Jeff, do you want to start or Robert, whoever? Well, sure. I, look, look. I, I want to do what's right. I want to do what's best. I want to hear from you. I'll be very honest. 
I'm 50-50 on this. I'm, I'm sitting right there. I see the value of it, but I also know we're, we're going to be expending significant taxpayer money to do it. This is Commissioner Jeff Bergash talking about the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office, which it seems like we've been uh, talking about, fighting about, squabbling about for uh, a couple of years now, really. And it's finally come to fruition where it's going to be on the agenda. Scambia County has been the holdout. Commissioners Barry, May, and Bergash have been, you know, feet in the sand. I'm not going to budge. We've got to have it in Escambia County. It's got to stay at Sacred Heart. How dare you? Um, you know, we're not giving in. We're not caving. We're not paying too much. And, um, you know, of course, even Stephen Barry involved in that whole business with the funeral directors making these outrageous allegations against uh, the medical director, Deanna Oleski, uh, coordinating the meeting with the with those folks, which I viewed as retaliation for her having the temerity to show up at the county commission meeting with staff and complain about the county commission dragging its feet on all of this and talk about the terrible conditions. I went and looked. They're terrible. They need a new office. It's justified. So we've got this long backstory. The District 1 Medical Examiner's Office proposed is now a Lower cost item. Commissioner Bender has been working his tail off behind the scenes to make this happen, getting the other counties to concede to things, uh, reducing the size of facility, uh, getting them to pay more. There's now an equal share between Escambia, Santa Rosa, and Okaloosa County. Walton's at 15%. The others are 28.3%. And that... Uh, means that we're paying less than we deserve because we have 45% of the deaths in Escambia County. So all kinds of stuff. Santa Rosa is donating the land instead of using it as a like a, uh, an in-kind contribution that they d- get compensated for, basically. So all kinds of stuff. And Jeff Bergash says, I don't know, man, I'm 50-50 on this. I'm not sure. The cost is the issue. I've been lobbied heavily about this. Um, and then Bender, you know, talks about going through this. And he says, you know, I've got us a really good deal. This is... Uh something that I've been working on and, and I'm going to support it tonight because if, if I feel I don't then I've been negotiating in bad faith for the last two years so and he hasn't been negotiating in bad faith and he will support the deal because it's a good deal but I I said yesterday I don't think I mean I just you need three votes and I don't see I don't see Burgosh changing his mind I don't see Stephen or Lumen changing their minds um and so you know um, even Kohler has been in support of this the whole time. He says, look, the facility we've got is no good. It's not adequate. It can't be remedied. It would be too expensive to make it worth having. Um, and even keeping it in Escambia County would be nice, but that's not really on the table. So let's do this. So you got two, and the question was, what would the other three do? I will tell you what they did in just a moment. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, if you're headed to Navarre on uh, Gulf Breeze Parkway this morning, Highway 98 eastbound at Nantahala Beach Road, right in front of the Tom Thumb, we have a vehicle crash with injuries from earlier that is still being worked by crews on the scene. They're actually now rerouting traffic through the parking lot of the Tom Thumb around the accident and back onto 98 eastbound. So if you're uh, passing through Midway, you're going to hit uh, that intersection with Nantahala Beach Road. They're going to get you right on Nantahala Beach Road and then left through the parking lot of Tom Thumb and then back out through the parking lot onto 98. So that's going to take a little while to get everybody through there safely because uh, I go to that store all the time and it's a very tight parking lot. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, otherwise in town, Highway 90 on the west side going by Beulah Elementary School is slow in both directions from the school zone there. And uh, from the traffic tip line earlier, the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there's a disabled abandoned vehicle against the guardrail partially in the roadway. So just use caution if you're getting onto I-110 from Davis. If you have traffic info, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Steve uh, Taylor sitting in for David Wayne this morning in our newsroom with our headlines. Steve? And this is more of a holiday tip. Nothing can spoil your Christmas like uh, having your presents stolen off of your doorstep. Police in Sacramento, California, have tried an idea that seems to be working. Use bait 
packages. Here's how it works. The police put tracking devices inside of decoy Amazon packages filled with valuable items. And as Mike Wood of the Pensacola Police Department is reminding us all the time, if you're expecting a package, try to bring it inside as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Uh, Otherwise, your ho-ho-ho can turn out to be a (laughs) no-no-no package. Absolutely. Steve, thanks so much for that good safety tip. He's on fire this morning. So the District 1 Medical Examiner's facility came up for a vote last night. Here is the total discussion they had about it. After all these years of fighting and bickering and weird behind-the-scenes stuff happening. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Next item up is a discussion with domes. Uh, board? Uh, no. Well, no, there's no speakers. Uh, I see Crab and Craig's in the audience. but Craig Coffee from there's the no speakers board. board. Where do you all want to? Uh, I know we talked. To, we talked well, this morning. So a little bit, yeah. If uh, I'm ready to make a motion, it? then, if, if there's no discussion. Well, see, you're the, you got the only light, Commissioner. All right. How about it? So then I uh, move to accept the interlocal and authorize the chairman to sign it. Right. Any discussion from the board? All right. Hearing none, please vote. Item passes 5 to 0. And just like that, it's over. Just like that, it's all nothing. No conversation, no argument, no public, no commissioners. Just pass 5-0. Good job, gentlemen. I mean, seriously, I thought you wouldn't do it. I said you wouldn't do it yesterday, and I was wrong. I'm glad to be wrong. I'm glad you did. Now we'll just see what uh, Commissioner Calkins does on Monday (laughs) and next Thursday in Santa Rosa County. But he can't stop it.